0: Welcome to the show, How to Win It Life. I'm your host, Pauline Stockhausen. Well, okay, so let's just close your eyes and imagine it's freezing outside and you have run out of diesel so you cannot run the generator. And it is so cold that you have three layers of socks on your feet, um jeans, sweatpants, a thermal top, you are cozy up on your bed with a hundred blankets, a hat, gloves and that is exactly what is happening right this minute. So winter has hit quite early in New Zealand, which is oh which is Pauline's nightmare. Uh, For those who have just come in on this first episode, uh, I have City Girl moved to the country, has solar power and a generator that works when it has diesel Um, and pretty much no walls. Well, no, I do have walls, but they're not insulated and uh, part of the ceiling's not finished. So we're renovating a house. And it is taken longer than I expected. I thought we would all be done by now, but we aren't. And so with the cold snap coming, it has been, <laughs> the struggle has been real. And I'm telling you. And, you know, another another little struggle has, I actually have allergies. I am, um, if you don't know this, and, and usually my allergies never, never bother me uh just you know one day out of a year maybe but i'm allergic to grass uh horses and dust and hay and you know it never dawned on me that um that would affect me here but uh there is a lot of dust we live on a dusty road so it has really affected me and i've noticed today so last night i was on radio live uh talking to Mike Patul uh about life and social media and what have and I stayed away from the house, so I went and stayed at my parents' house, which was so cool because my mum really uh, looks after me. And she put on a, a, you know, electric blanket, and I got toys on my bed. It was almost like I was five years old again. Little snacks. I was only allowed one biscuit because you know I'm on a diet. And um, you know, she really does go out of her way to look after us, and it was so good. But coming back after work you know i've been fine and then i suddenly came back and my nose was running my eyes were twitching and it really is um difficult so i'm spending a little bit in medication just to keep myself sane if that is possible at all i was talking to mike peru last night and usually we talk about social media but he had been on my website and he was like what is this Pulling the city girl, has moved to the country. So he was really, really interested about that. And so he wanted to talk about that, which made me really think about, you know, maybe some tips on what you should and shouldn't do about, you know, changing your life so drastically and moving to the country. And definitely don't do what I did, it was just up and left and she'll be right. Uh, and off I went. Because really there's just... You know, these last three, four months now, uh, a lot of tears. I've I've cried more than I've ever cried in my life because it's really hard. And I knew it was hard, but I thought to myself, oh, it's going to make great content. This is going to be great for my Facebook page. <laughs> I'm going to have heaps of things to talk about. But at the end of the day, that's not quite what I, you know, anticipated. I thought it would be fun. Um, and yeah. And it has been fun. And even though I'm saying all this hard stuff to scare you off, there's some amazing things. You know, waking up in the morning and we've we've put French doors in. Uh, probably this would be my favorite feature in the whole house. Um, and so making my coffee... Making my coffee in the morning and sitting there and the trees, I've got kofi trees uh, and totra trees, you know, real native trees outside the doors and the rivers there. So when the river is full, it just looks amazing. And just sitting there, you know, it's just so peaceful. Uh, one of the other highlights is I've <laughs> lost 12 kilos. Because you will lose 12 kilos if you have to mow the lawns for days on end. And the reason I had to mow the lawns with a little hand mower was because the tractor broke. One of the tips that I would say if you were thinking about moving to the country is really plan and plan for breakages. They're, you know, One of the things that I have learned from the farmers around me is that things break and they break often. You know, the first few weeks of being here, the tractor broke, which means, you know, you can't mow the lawns. And, you know, lawns that aren't mowed just drive me crazy. Now, this would be fine if I had a little plot, you know, in the main, you know, main town center and it was just like, you you mowed for an hour and you were done you know there's acres and acres well not acres but you know a lot of lawn to do and not only do you have to mow it you have to weed eat it as well because some of it is on a real high slope But I have learnt that I really love mowing lawns. And I also have learned, which is really important, because I am allergic to grass, that if I don't mow the lawns with glasses, um, I actually end up looking like I got stung by a million bees on my eyeballs. And, um, yeah, people run and scream when they see me. So, a few little lessons there. If you're going to mow the lawns, wear glasses. And preferably... (sighs) Long pants. Another lesson I learned that if you wear shorts uh, and you are weed eating, sometimes you hit a rock and that rock will slam into your leg and you'll have bruises. Uh, Yeah, I learned that lesson. Other things to think about when you decide to live off the land is really get an understanding on power. How much power things use. Uh, What I love, you know what I love? The fact is... I save so much power. I have become this person who's like, charges up her things in her car. Um, And so we don't need to use a lot of power. We have uh, lights that are solar lights and they're really bright. So we charge those up all the time. And they're really, really good. And we don't, so we don't use a lot of power. Uh, Which is really good because if it's not a sunny day... You won't have a lot of power. You know, you have a generator to back up the solar if you don't have enough light. But there's lots of things that happen. I mean, I learned that a toaster uses up a lot of power. Who knew? Who knew? And we're cooking our food. It's still on the camp cooker. And I've become quite crafty in the way that I can cook my food. And I sort of love it, really. You know, So all this hardship and craziness, you're thinking, why do it? It's a way of life, you know, sometimes when you're tired, you would sit and watch, you know, 20 seasons of some TV program when actually what you could be doing is cutting down trees and and um, digging up a waterfall so that it has a pond or making, building a deck, learning how to build a deck. And did you know that there's all these different types of wood? Like I just thought you bought wood and you can make stuff out of it. But there's all these different types of wood and different sizes and stuff. So you know I sound like a real earhead because I didn't even know about this this sort of stuff. But uh, it's been really interesting. But yeah it has been a real slow process. Uh, It's very difficult at the moment because with the work that I do um, I'm very full on. And it's going to be a lot harder. So we are going into the winter and... I am contemplating whether to get an apartment during the weekdays and having the country life on the weekends just until we finalize the house so it's perfect and it has a fireplace because all these things take time. You know, oh gosh, I'm such an impatient person. Like when I plan something, I expect it to be done but... What's really difficult is you go to plan to do, say, uh, a ceiling, <laughs> fill in the ceiling, which would obviously be the thing to do. But then, you know, we had a whole lot of rain. There was a lot of flooding and the generator started to sink where it was um, placed. And it actually needed to be on a concrete base. So, and that was became quite urgent, you know you had to put everything even to perspective. You know, what's the priority here? We need a generator and it needs to be um, on a stable stable, stable ground because if you don't, um, what was happening is it was slipping and the, the pipes from the tank were uh, starting to crush. So, you know, you do the job and do it right and that way it lasts longer. So, yeah, so we spent eight hours moving the generator and this is a beast I don't know if you checked out my Facebook page go check out Frank his name's Frank he's 1975 Lister and um, he's a machine man he just works and he's just (laughs) I've got quite fond of this generator but we've put him in a really cool place he was incredibly heavy Uh, but did you know that I'm really strong and my weight lifted him up oh yeah who else can say that that's right yep I lifted him and we moved him and we put him on a nice slab of tiles or concrete tiles and um he's pretty sweet now uh as long as he doesn't run out of diesel which, which kind of happens sometimes and those are a few things that you need to think about moving to the country is planning putting some money aside for um alternative things and understanding that if you are building and you think to yourself, "Oh well, let's live in the building site and work and and we can go to work and stuff it actually don't make life so difficult because you just you might you might think to yourself you're going to save a little bit of money, but actually in the end, you don't save anything. you go crazy and you become emotional, and your clients see you cry It's never a good thing." plan it out you know if you're building or renovating something you know you go and help on the weekends or whatever so yeah I'm thinking about getting an apartment uh, for five days of the week mainly because my life at the moment my business life is very full-on and you know like last night I was at Radio Live till very late you know driving back up to the farm the cottage is just not a safe thing to do so it's sort of like health and safety and it's also independence for my teenager you know he's really independent now wants a job and he can't he doesn't want to be waiting around for mum you know somewhere why mum finishes doing stuff he wants to be able to go to the library and study go have a job and then meet me at home later so that's what we're sort of doing over the next over the winter period because uh, since it's got cold, I've I've been sick three times, and that's just that's so not cool because you know Pauline sick is, it's not a good Pauline at all. <laughs> um, so you know, other things that I'm going to be talking about is. I don't know if I've told you about the Content Lab, but we've been doing some great things in the Content Lab. We've got 110 members in there now, and we're doing a challenge of going all in. So this is really around business owners or influencers around their social media. It's like picking one platform and really utilizing that platform as much as you can to get the reach and cut through that you want to get so you know content labors have been going through this process for last three weeks now and the results are amazing uh i'm so excited because i really decided to ramp things up um and this is not about facebook advertising as well this is about using strategies that you can um get reach without actually using facebook advertising if you can't aff- if you can't afford it I'm um, loving the results and the content levers. oh they're just you know when you have this idea that of how it's going to work but it, it takes a while to get there so it hasn't it hasn't been until we hit over a hundred me- hundred members that people started to jowl and get to know each other and work together and Oh, it's just such a great community and they're all business owners, a few influencers who are working on their own business. So and and they're just, you know, growing in the reach, you know, they're up ten percent, five percent, and the engagement and the the feeling that they're getting, uh, knowing their audience and the people that they're constantly talking to is such a great feeling. And the morale, you know, I didn't expect you know, the positiveness of the group and how they are really, um, it's affecting their business life, so they're coming up with business strategies, and we're talking about things as well, like sales and marketing, you know, I'm really pulling in those other things that I'm really good at, so that's been been—that's been exciting, and, and talking about that, you know, I was asking clients for testimonials, and I don't usually ask my big clients the clients that I've had for years and years and years and work for testimonials but I was talking about how I needed testimonials and one of my clients was like Pauline I'd love to write one for you and I was sort of like oh oh god I'd hate to think what he was going to write but anyway so he wrote me this testimonial absolutely blew me away I um I got quite teary because it's uh, anyway I'm just going to read it to you because I was yeah it it just blew me away and to think that what you do influences someone so much and you know it's not about a client he pays me to do a job you know we have a relationship a business relationship and a friendship as well and we lean on each other a little bit with advice and personal stuff and um, he thinks the fact that I've moved to the country is crazy but you know he supports me and everything and, you know, that's what I love about what I do is you're not just not a client. You're more than that. You be, We become friends. And so this is what, anyway, this is what he wrote. And, yeah, so you tell me what you think. Pauline, I hired you in the beginning for my brand awareness and to build my social media presence. But in truth, you are much more than that. You're not only have the ability to help clients see the bigger picture, you systematically pave the road to success. Every idea we had for our long-term success was achieved in record time. I am three years ahead of my goals, and it was because you drove it from a strategic position by using not only social media, but by also using your ability to inspire greatness in others. Working with you is a little bit like a roller coaster. Fun, fast, turbulent but ultimately reaches its destination in record time and to be honest I never want to get off this ride. Thank you for the last four years and I'm looking forward to working with you for the next three. I mean isn't that amazing? That's just that's just given me so much more confidence in things that I do. Like I don't like to share my successes for some reason. I I like shy away from that but I'm trying really hard to let people know that I'm really good at what I do because I've had such great successes in some of the clients that I have well actually not even some all my clients all my clients who coach with me every month all succeed because of the work that we do together and it's look it's not just me it's them as well they 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 they're available they are ready to work you know because it's not me working for them it's me working with them they have to put in the work and they have to understand what they're trying to achieve and all my clients have done really well at that and I'm I'm just blown away I was blown away from that message and it was so cool it was just such a cool um, experience to have that if that makes sense so you know if you are in business and you know that you you know, just ask for testimonials because even if you've fallen down on a few things, it's going to teach you how to get get back up and do better next time. Because my road in business has not been easy. I have made some massive mistakes. But the important thing is that you stop and look at those mistakes and, and decide, you know, how you're going to proceed. Is that mistake going to happen again? How can you learn from it? How did that come about what were the things that drove you to that decision at that time were you pressured do you did you think that this was going to work and you work through the process so that you never make that mistake again and it's so easy to make the mistake if you're not paying attention and when you're not paying attention you can really do some damage to your business and I'll give you a really good example of not paying attention I've never done this before but because I was so focused on my personal life, I actually forgot to invoice my clients for six weeks. I mean, six weeks is a long time. And I don't know how that much time went past before I realized I'd made, I had not pay you know, not sent out invoices until I broke down because I had no money. I had run out of money and I was thinking, I don't understand. I shouldn't be running out of money. I... Budget my personal, my business life. So I know exactly what's coming in and I know exactly what's going out. I don't overspend. I keep a really good eye on it. But for the last six weeks, I have been, my, my attention's been divided and I wasn't paying that much attention to my business on the finances side. And it really hurt me because I did an invoice for six weeks and I had a whole week without any money. I had really made a massive mistake and it hurt me. It hurt me pretty bad. And, um, you know, I didn't tell anyone about it. It was like sort of shameful, you know, that you've got no money. And um, stupid mistake, really, especially when I've been in business this long. Really silly mistake. So that's something you really need to think about is when you are doing stuff. To business, you need to be on top of all those sort of things. On your sales, on your marketing and your finances. You know, how much is coming in? How much do you have? When is money coming in next? And always keep on top of those sort of things. So that's a little bit, that's a lot. I mean, what else do you want to know about? (sighs) Keep fighting the good fight, my people. Keep fighting the good fight. And make sure you take time out for yourself. And, you know, when you're making decisions, don't rush them. Because when you make rush decisions, you make mistakes.